Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. What's up? What's up? It is week six of the NFL season. This is Fantasy Forecast. Anita Marks with you for the next hour. Getting you ready for your week six matchup. Hopefully the majority of people out there are 5-0. and oh. That would be nice. 4-1. and one. Not too shabby either. Um, so uh, this is the first week that we have uh, bye weeks. So that obviously throws um, a weird wrench into, uh, in, into this week. It makes it somewhat difficult. Not that anyone has any Jets players on their fantasy roster. Um, but nonetheless, um, it does make it a little bit more difficult. Also, each and every week, right, we're talking about more and more injuries. And so let's break down how this hour is going to go. Uh, for the next uh, five to seven minutes, I'm going to get you up to speed on some of the news and notes, some of the players you need to be aware of as we get closer to 1130. As we know, 1130 is when the active, inactive rosters drop. And uh, and then take your calls, of course, as always, 800 919 At 730, we'll hear from Cynthia Freeland. As always, she joins me on Saturday. And if you missed that, that part of uh, my interview with her, she gives us her nugget, some of her favorite fantasy football players uh, that are flying low on the radar heading into week six. So we'll hear from her. Um, and of course, we'll continue to take your calls, helping you whatever questions, dilemmas. I know about this time is uh, there's a lot of trade offers that are out there as well. So maybe you have a trade offer question that I can help you with. Then, of course, at 8 a.m., we have Matthias Kiwanuka, former Giant great, won a Super Bowl, as we know, part of the defensive line uh, for the Giants, is going to be joining us at 8 a.m. And uh, we'll dive into, of course, the Giants and the Rams matchup. We'll take your calls. A lot of storylines surrounding uh, that Giants-Rams matchup. One in particular is the fact that Daniel Jones has passed protocol in regard to uh, his concussion injury. I still do not believe he should be starting today. Uh, but what do I know? Giants probably know better than I. I've just, um, I'm curious to hear what Matthias Kiwanuka has to think about Daniel starting today, especially going up against Aaron Donald on the opposite side of that line. Uh, Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants, is going to be joining us at 8.30. And then uh, we've got Lindsay Theory, who's going to join us on the show as well. She she covers the Rams for ESPN. Excited to hear from her. We'll have my locks of the week. And then as always, Mike Tannenbaum will join us on the show at 10 a.m., uh, we're going to do a deep dive into the situation surrounding the Las Vegas Raiders this week. And, of course, they're on the road. They're in they're in Denver. But what does this mean for the NFL? Uh, the Jets on a bye week. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll take a, a look and look at their schedule and, and, and see what's coming. Um, and some of the other big games out there. I mean, obviously, I'm kind of excited that I think the biggest game on – on the docket today is the Chargers at the Ra- at the Ravens, and that's a one o'clock game. Usually, the biggest games are typically at night, whether it's Sunday or Monday night. Well, not really Monday. Unfortunately, ESPN gets screwed in that regard. But nonetheless, I'm not here to complain. Let's talk about your fantasy football rosters. Okay, so let's start with the quarterback position, and uh, of course, as we know, Daniel Jones concussion, two thumbs up. I still wouldn't play him. Uh, and it has nothing to do with the Rams. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm questioning whether or not he's going to make all four quarters. Uh, I know that the doctor said a okay, but I've had several concussions. If anyone out there has, has played sports before, you've had concussions, you know, it takes a good week, if not two to three, to really feel 100% and to feel back to your normal self. So I, I've got some reservations about Daniel Jones. Tua, 
Um, he's going to be back in action. And don't forget, you've got a London game this morning. Uh, you've got the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Miami Dolphins. And two is expected to play against Trevor Lawrence, which, by the way, I do like Trevor Lawrence uh, today in fantasy. Um, I think he passes for uh, a combined pass and rush for about 350 yards. That Miami defense is just god-awful. So I do like, and, and if, you play, if you're playing a single-game DFS, I would consider using Trevor Lawrence as your as your captain pick in DFS. Um, the, the 49ers are on a bye, so I, there's some expectation there that when they do come back off that bye, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to regain the starting position. So if you went out and you picked up Trey Lance, might be a good time to drop him right now because everything I'm hearing is that Jimmy Garoppolo will be the starting quarterback moving forward. Um Murray, Kyra Murray is dealing with a shoulder issue in his throwing arm. Number one. Number two, uh, Kingsbury, his head coach slash uh, play caller, is, uh, is, has, is on the COVID list. So him and a number of coaches for uh, the, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, I'm watching the, this video of these Tennessee um, this is horrible. I'm watching the Tennessee Ole Miss game and Tennessee fans were throwing stuff on the field and golf balls and pretty horrible. But anyway, so Arizona dealing with a shoulder, Murray dealing with a shoulder issue in his throwing arm and he's not going to have his play caller on the sideline with other coaches as well. I am fading the Arizona Cardinals today. Um, Listen, I'm, I'm not saying don't play Murray, but especially going up against that Cleveland defense, if there's better options out there. Like, for example, brace yourself. I would play Heineke over Murray today. I just would. Kansas City's defense is horrible, and Heineke's like a kid in a schoolyard chucking that rock all over the place. So um, Russell Wilson is out, as we know, for the Seattle Seahawks, placed on IR. So Geno Smith is going to get the start there. I think that is it in regard to quarterbacks. In regard to running backs, um, Herbert is going to get the start in the backfield for the Chicago Bears going up against the Green Bay Packers. Solid flex play. Like, if you're desperate, pick him up, right? Like, he's going to get the majority of the carries. And here's another thing. Justin Fields does not pass the ball often. And this is one of my favorite prop bets out there, by the way. Uh, Justin Fields, under 28 and a half passing attempts. He hasn't pat tried to pass the ball more than 20 times in the course of any game that he started. Nagy's just doesn't want to set up the rookie for an opportunity for a lot of interceptions. So under 28 and a half passing attempts for Justin Fields, one of my favorite prop bets out there today. Josh Jacobs is dealing with uh, some issues. He missed practice this week, also going up against a good Denver Broncos defense. I would not start him. Uh, Nick Chubb is out. What does that mean? Kareem Hunt is my number one running back this week. So unfortunately, if you had Chubb, uh, really big hit because Arizona has one of the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. Kareem Hunt should have a monster, monster day. The bulk of the touches in the backfield, running the football, catching the football. So I love Kareem Hunt today. Antonio Gibson dealing with a, a shin injury, but Adam Schefter is reporting that he is expected to play. As we know, Saquon Barkley is out. It means Devontae, Barker, Devontae Booker is going to get the start in the backfield for uh, the Giants. What does that mean? Again, no more than a flex play for me when it comes to Devontae Booker, especially against that Rams defense. Um, Hilaire is out. Uh, so Williams is going to be starting in the backfield. I do like him, by the way, especially going up against that Washington defense that has underperformed this season. So I do like Williams. He's a running back two for me. 
Uh, Dalvin Cook, dealing with an ankle but was able to practice this week, is expected to go. I know it's been kind of wishy-washy, Madison Cook, Madison Cook. Hopefully you've got them both on your roster just in case because it it does feel to me that this ankle injury is going to be something that's going to rear its ugly head throughout the season. So I hate to use the word handcuff. I'm not going to use it, but um, hopefully you've uh, protected yourself with Madison and Cook. Uh, Melvin Gordon dealing with a hip issue. I think Williams gets the bulk of the action in the backfield for the Denver Broncos. Uh, so I would not play Gordon today. Uh, C-Mac, McCaffrey, placed on IR. Unfortunately, that hamstring is not healing, so we're going to get another three re- weeks of Hubbard. So if you're able to secure yourself with Hubbard or pick him up off the waiver wire, good for you. Um, Carson is out with a neck injury. It means Alex Collins is going to get the start in the backfield for Seattle. Still wouldn't play him. Um, Ezekiel Elliott limited this week, but should have a solid game against the Patriots. Can't throw against the Patriots, but you sure can run against the Patriots. So I think Dak Prescott is in, uh, for a not so fantastic week this week. I, I, I just, something's telling me, don't be surprised if the Patriots upset the, the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm not saying the Patriots are a better team. It's just, you know, always in the course of uh, the season, there's always that, that one game, that one week where I don't know. Maybe a team is underestimating or, or maybe a team is over-preparing for another player. So I actually, I, I, I like the, the Patriots at plus three and a half and I'm going to use them as a teaser and I'm going to tease them up to plus nine and a half. Um, I think that is it. Oh, uh, Damian Harris out for the Patriots. So Stevenson and Bolden are going to share uh, the bulk of the touches in that backfield. So Stevenson could be a sneaky good play this week. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Max William, I'm going straight to tight ends, and then I'll go to wide receivers. Um, He's been placed on IR. Of course, we know Zach Ertz was traded to the Arizona Cardinals. Important for you to know, uh, it's a legal rule. If you played for one team and then was traded the same week, you cannot play for the team that you were traded to. So you may have went out. Maybe Zach Ertz was available on your waiver wire. Who knows? Uh, you, You will not be able to play him today. So keep that in mind. But I do believe if he is out there and you've got room on your roster, pick him up. I think it's a. I, I think this is this is an offense that's really going to benefit him in a big way. So I like Zach Ertz moving forward in that Arizona Cardinals um, offense. Um, T.J. Um, Hawkinson is dealing with a knee issue, but everything says that he's going to play. But um, I think it's going to be a very long, horrible day for the Detroit Lions against the Cincinnati Bengals. So you know, T.J. Hawkinson top. What, top five, top seven tight end in the NFL. I'm not telling you to sit him, but just have realistic expectations for him. Okay, last but not least, let's talk about the wide receivers. Um, Adam Thielen and Jefferson dealing with some ailments, but I do expect them to go against Carolina today. DK Metcalf dealing with a foot. He's expected to play. Sammy Watkins out for the Baltimore Ravens. Now here, because uh, he's dealing with a hamstring issue. So here's a few things in regard to this, this Ravens-Chargers game. Chargers, number one defense against explosive passing plays. And that's where Lamar Jackson really has been getting a lot of his passing yards. Um, Now, Rashad Bateman came off of IR, and he's expected to play in this game. Now, he's expected to be on a pitch count as well. This, This guy is unbelievable. If he's available on your waiver wire, hashtag run, don't walk, pick him up right now. But I wouldn't play him this week. Again, I think it's going to be an easy an easy um, pitch count uh, transition from from the IR to really being active and attractive for the Baltimore Ravens. But this is the guy. 
that you want on your fantasy football roster, he is going to start crushing it in fantasy. So if Bateman is available, go get him. Mike Williams dealing with a knee issue. Apparently he's going to be a game-time decision. So uh, Keenan Allen should have a monster day today against the Baltimore Ravens, by the way. Uh, Tyreek Hill dealing with a quad. I do expect him to play. Uh, Devontae Parker is going to be out for the Miami Dolphins. Preston Williams could be a sneaky good play this morning in fantasy. Just throwing it out there. As we know, Kenny Galladay is out. What does that mean? Well, Shepard's back. Slayton's back. Kadarius Toney. It's going to be interesting to see who Jalen Ramsey mans up on, if he mans up at all, or the majority of uh, coverage. I have a feeling something's telling me it's going to be Kadarius Toney. I'm fading Kadarius Toney this week in fantasy. Um, Amon, <laughs> Amon, Amon Ra St. Brown. Yes. Uh, that is the number one wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. And the Detroit Lions are going to be playing from behind. So if you're desperate, you're in a 14, 16, he's probably already picked up. But if you're desperate, uh, I think St. I'm just going to go with St. Brown. Um, he is, he could be a sneaky good play if you're desperate at the wide receiver position or the flex position this week. Um, Julio, both Julio Jones and TJ Brown uh, are back for Tennessee. It's really not going to matter. They're going up against the Buffalo Bills, please. Curtis Samuel's out. DeAndre Carter could be a sneaky good play. Uh, he got a boatload of targets and put up some nice yards and made some nice receptions. So St. Brown and DeAndre Carter could be sneaky good plays in the flex position, again, if you are desperate today. I think that is it. It is a lot to cover, I know. We are heading into week six of the NFL season, and of course, there are a ton of injuries. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. Players we know out today, Christian McCaffrey, Devontae Parker, Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, Curtis Samuel, Deshaun Watson, we know that, Sammy, Sammy Watkins, Nick Chubb, Huge, huge loss for fantasy guys out there. Uh, Kareem Hunt should have a monster day. Playing a lot of Kareem Hunt in DFS. Zach Ertz, because traded, can't play twice in the same calendar week. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster is out. Let me some Deontay Johnson. Um, Wouldn't be surprised if Claypool finds the end zone today. Russell Wilson's out. Geno Smith is getting the start for him. And Chris Carson is out as well. So Alex Collins will get the start there. Uh, before I start giving you my fantasy football sleepers, let's listen in. This is Cynthia Freeland. As always, she joins me each and every Saturday around 1.30. And before I let her go, I get her fantasy picks and plays. We always start with the quarterback. I'm worried about no Terry McLaurin. Like, if there's no Terry McLaurin, I don't like Heineke as much. And, I, and at some point, the Chiefs defense will play a little bit better. And I think, you know, the Chiefs, were, again, it's that magnitude thing where you're like, okay, you know, maybe we've underestimated one or the other. Like I think they're actually better off playing for fantasy sake, not for real life sake, but like fantasy sake, they're probably better off playing Trevor Lawrence, which sounds kind of crazy, but his rushing value and the ability for him to use his legs lately has added a ton of fantasy points. So I'm just a little worried about Heineke without, if there's no Terry McLaurin. So that's kind of, that's my, that's my thing. Plus, Anytime the fantasy community is like so all on the same person, they inevitably suck. So that's why I'm very worried about that as well. <laughs> um, another guy that I like is, is Joe Burrow. Love Joe Burrow. Yes, take everyone against the Dolphins and twice on Sunday. I mean, against the Lions rather, and twice on Sunday. And and that that's that's a huge statement coming from somebody who's who's from the area. 
Um, okay, let, let's oh, no, let's just, talk I running backs. Line, so, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk running backs. Uh, you know, again, if if you've got if you've got Kareem Hunt, it, it's really set up for you nicely. Um, you know, because it's, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a juicy rushing matchup for, for Hunt and, and he will dominate the touches in that backfield for the Cleveland Browns. But what are some of the other running backs you're, you're eyeing this week? Yeah. I mean, like, I think everyone's talking about Devonte Booker a lot. I'm a little fearful of him, but I do think on the other side of that matchup, I think Daryl Henderson's in a good spot, especially in a game where there's a lot of missing pieces for the Giants, but the Rams game plan will likely include a lot more runs because they don't want to have to mess with like, you know, like when, when things change and there's so many injuries, often you get weird stuff happen and weird stuff is often that's when people can get hurt. So I think run the ball, make something really regular. I think for, for daily fantasy, he's just super underpriced. So that's what I really like as well. Um, a guy that I like as well, I'm going to be using in a lot of DFS is Darrell Williams uh, in, in that backfield for the Kansas City Chiefs against Washington. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's, that's a great one, too. I like, you know, look, I, I think you could also look at Khalil Herbert for the Bears. Just if you're looking for people who are injury replacements that are in indecent spot to, to perform, I think that's a good one as well, Khalil Herbert. Some uh, some wide receivers that I'm eyeing this week. I, I love Michael Pittman for the Colts. Um, I love Jamar Chase for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, who, who are some of the wide receivers you're eyeing? I love both of them. I'm also thinking, okay, let's let's look and see who, where can we like, you know, Rondale Moore was really a big target. I know I didn't like much about this Browns and Arizona game, but I think we saw something from Rondale Moore last week. If you're looking for someone that's lower price, I'm not suggesting you would, you know, start him in place of one of your regular season long starters. But in daily, he could be an underpriced guy for a tournament that would give you some great disproportionate value compared to some other guys. And at tight end, uh, we we gave the Ricky Seals-Jones nugget last week. Hopefully you jumped on it then so you didn't have to battle out for him on Saturday night heading into Wednesday. Um, I'm going to tee him up again this week. Uh, what are some of the other tight ends you like? I would definitely run that one back. I also like Jared Cook. I think if you look to see where the Ravens get up, give up just a bunch of points, it's to slot receivers or people who line up in the slot. And that's a lot of where Jared Cook does his damage. So I think take the take the low hanging fruit; it tastes just as good. And the Jared Cook low, low hanging fruit there is a great tight end value wise. Great stuff as always, Cynthia. Thank you so much. Uh, love hearing you on Saturday with us. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday afternoon, and good luck in Week Six. Thank you too. Again, Cynthia Friedland joins me every Saturday afternoon at one thirty. Um, definitely appointment radio because we, uh, we don't just talk fantasy. Uh, we talk about uh, a number of the lines and the games heading into each week of the NFL season. 800-919-3776. We'll get to your calls in just a second. I just want to continue the conversation in regard to uh, the players that that I feel really strongly about this week. So at the quarterback position, again, I am fading Murray this week. Two reasons, the shoulder issue as well as Kingsbury. Uh, Kingsbury is not going to be on the sideline, and he is the play caller. So I am fading him. Who, who would I play over Murray? Love me some uh, Taylor Heineke against Kansas City. Kansas City, uh, worst defense against the pass. And, um, of course, you, you heard Cynthia say she's worried about uh, um, Terry McLaurin. But 
all indication is that he's going to be able to play today against Kansas City. So that's great. And and there's a lot of weapons for Heineke to work with uh, in um, skill position players on that Washington team. Uh, also, Joe Burrow. Those are my, my two quarterbacks that I'm going to be using a lot in DFS today uh, that are flying low on the radar that you could get a really, really good, good value. Again, Detroit, their defense against the pass is is just horrible. Jamar Chase has been spectacular as a rookie has the most receiving yards against man coverage of any wide receiver in the NFL this season. Really, really unbelievable. T. Higgins is back. They've got Tyler Boyd. Uh, Joe Mixon is utilized in the passing game. So I think Joe Burrow and, and, and Heineke, to me, are two really great quarterbacks to start today in fantasy. Uh, in regard to uh, running backs, who do I like today? Uh, probably Austin Eckler against the Giants and, uh, and Kareem Hunt because of no chub are two of my favorite running backs today in fantasy. And I'm going to be using them. That's, that's probably where I'm going to spend the, the majority of my money on a DFS lineup is going to be with Austin Eckler. That's for sure. Uh, Najee Harris should get the bulk of the carries against Seattle. He should have a big game. I also like me Jonathan Taylor against the Houston Texans. They're horrible against the run as well. Um, Antonio Gibson, like I said, he's dealing with a shin, but you know, very interesting. He's not utilized in the passing game this season as much as he was last year. Uh, and a big reason a lot of people drafted him as high as they did, including myself, was because of his uh, usage in the passing game, if, especially if you play in a PPR. But nonetheless, he's he's getting the bulk of the carries in the backfield, and you can also run against the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, Henderson against the Giants, I like him as well. I love me some Zach Moss against Tennessee. I think Buffalo is going to have a very significant lead, and I think they're going to be running the football a lot in the second half. So Zach Moss, and he has definitely surpassed Singletary in that backfield as the featured back for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Darrell Williams for Kansas City against Washington. I like him as well. I think Latavius Murray uh, against the Chargers could be a sneaky good play. It's really hard to pass on the Chargers, but you could run against them. That's why uh, m- my favorite, my best bet today is Lamar Jackson over 11 and a half carries. Lamar Jackson over 11 and a half carries, and you could get it, I think, at minus 105. Um, the Chargers, number one defense against explosive passing plays. Quarterbacks are only averaging 18% completion percentage, and they're zero touchdowns, four interceptions when they're throwing the ball 15 yards or more. And that's Lamar's wheelhouse. That's where Lamar has been jacking up all those passing yards. So it's going to be a difficult matchup for him to kind of get that passing game going against the Chargers and he's going to have to he's going to have to tuck it and run. So over 11 and a half carries for Lamar Jackson today. It's one of my favorite prop bets. I think that's it in regard to uh the running backs. Uh in regard to wide receivers, I mean, listen, we know what time it is with Devontae Adams. Uh, he's just awesome. If you've got Mike Williams, some big concern there. Wasn't not able to practice this week. He's dealing with a knee issue. What does that mean? I love Keenan Allen today. Oh boy. If you, I'm, I'm going to play a lot of stack in regard to Herbert and Keenan Allen today in DFS. Deontay Johnson could get it. Should, should get a ton of targets. Last week was an off week, but dudes averaging 13, 12, 13 targets from Ben Roethlisberger against Seattle, especially with Washington out. Um, Jamar chase, love him today against Detroit. A lot of wide receivers that Joe Burrow is working with. So, uh, but to me, Chase is is my favorite. Uh, DJ Moore against the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota, probably the worst one-two combo in regard to corners with Peterson and Breland. 
So DJ Moore, again, another prop that I, that I, I really like is DJ Moore over five and a half receptions today. Stefan Diggs should have a great day, a great night, I should say, uh, against Tennessee. Love me some Cortland Sutton against the Raiders. Hate to take advantage of a horrible situation, but I just don't think the Raiders are going to be right in Denver. And I think Teddy Bridgewater and Cortland Sutton are going to have really, really good days uh, in fantasy, by the way. Michael Pittman Jr. against Houston. Houston's corners, they don't have any size-wise. He's going to be a man amongst boys. So uh, nobody's going to be able to, to man up on him. Uh, he's just, he's going to, he's going to win the battle. So I love, love Michael Pittman today. Emmanuel Sanders against Tennessee. I know everybody loves Stefan Diggs and you went out and you drafted Stefan Diggs probably in the second round of your fantasy football roster, but Emmanuel Sanders, seven in zone targets and also number one in air yards as a wide receiver in the NFL. So uh, Emmanuel Sanders should have a monster night against Tennessee. Uh, Jacoby Myers mentioned that to a caller who called in not too long ago asking if they should play him. He's getting a lot of targets from Mac Jones. He's obviously Mac Jones' favorite guy, and you have to pass the ball against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the pass rate, pass run rate ratio against the Dallas Cowboys, no team is passing the ball more than against the Dallas Cowboys, which is really surprising, right? Because you think it would be uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks, but it's not. Tampa's second. Dallas is first. Uh, of course, we've got a 9.30 a.m. game today with the Miami Dolphins going up against Jacksonville. No Devontae Parker. I love Jalen Waddell. I think Preston Williams could be a sneaky good play. I also like Marvin Jones in that matchup as well. And last but not least, um, Amon Ra St. Brown. He is the number one wide receiver now for the Detroit. Detroit Lions are just, uh, they're an infirmary. So, uh, you know, if, if he's available, he could, especially in a PPR, Detroit playing from behind against Cincinnati, he could he could really rack up a, a ton of targets from golf and could be a sneaky good flex play for you. At the tight end position, obviously Travis Kelsey is your number one. Uh, Schultz, tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. I like him as well. He's averaging seven targets, five catches a game, going up against uh, New England. Love me some uh, Dawson Knox, tight end for the Buffalo Bills against Tennessee. When it comes to the tight ends for the Patriots, Hunter Henry has really taken a step up the last two weeks over Janu Smith. But, you know, I just, I just, I would stay away from it. I would just stay away from it. It's just, I feel like the tight end position has become the running back situation that we experience every year. Uh, in that backfield with Bill Belichick and those running backs. So I think Higby, Higby could have a, a nice day against the Giants. Love me some Ricky Seals-Jones. You heard me mention him to, uh, to to Cynthia Freeland. We mentioned it first here. I told you I thought Ricky Seals-Jones was going to have a, a great day, and my favorite prop bet was over receptions, over yards, and, and sure enough, both those hit going up against Kansas City. I like him a lot, especially in DFS. Get him on the cheap in DFS, and he could put up some good some some good uh, fantasy football points for you. And last but not least, Dan Arnold traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars from Carolina two weeks ago. So now he's had two weeks to practice with Jacksonville. I think he could be a sneaky good play in, in those, again, that single-game DFS lineup that I'm assuming a number of us. I know I've got a few lineups in there for the 9.30 a.m. game. I've got Dan Arnold tight end for Jacksonville in it as well. 
This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. Travis, you're up. Hi, tough question for you. Who do I start at the flex position in a one-point PPR? Jacoby Myers or Chubba Hubbard? Ooh. Um... Yeah, I think you got to go Hubbard there just because of the the, the sheer the, the volume that he's going to get, and 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 he, you know, and, and he is utilized, um, and he is utilized in the in in the passing game as well. So, um, yeah, I I, I think you've got to go Hubbard there. So, you know, just just looking around, and again, I I know we've got a uh, I know we've got a nine thirty a.m. game. So if you have an opportunity with the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, if you've got an opportunity to uh, to play some DFS there, there's there's a number of guys like Miles Gaskin. I know it's kind of been on and off with him, especially with Malcolm Brown in the backfield. But I thought I think last week really showed us what he could do. Sometimes, you know, players need that little added incentive, that little added motivation to kind of spark the competition. And sure enough, we saw Gaskin really turn it on last week. So, if you're looking to play that that one game. DFS, some guys that I'm absolutely going to use. Like I said, I, I, I think um, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a really, really good day. That Miami Dolphins defense is just god-awful. So I'm going to be utilizing Trevor Lawrence uh, as my captain's play in several. Um, I'm also going to mix it up. I'm going to use uh, Gaskin as well. Uh, I think Jalen Waddell could have a good game, especially with Tua back. I, I'm not going to use Tua in that DFS lineup. I'm just too concerned. It's a rib injury. If he takes a bad hit, who knows? Maybe he can, you know, leave the game again early. And like I said, I think a, a, a sneaky good play could be tight end Dan Arnold, who's been with the Jacksonville Jaguars now for two weeks. Um, so I'm sure has somewhat of a grip of that offense and, uh, and, and could be utilized with Trevor Lawrence because as we know, uh, rookie quarterbacks, what do they love? They love their tight ends. Let's go to Rocco in Staten Island. Rocco, you're up. Hey, what's going on? Um, Good morning. My question is not, it's a flex question. It's uh, Khalil Herbert or Cortland Sutton. Uh, half point PPR. Yeah, I, I love Sutton today. Um, I love I like Sutton and I like Teddy Bridgewater today. I, and I, I again, I, I mean, I hate to take advantage of a bad situation. But, you know, it, and, and it's interesting, like this is a topic of discussion this week, right? And that is uh, typically in years past when a head coach is let go, head coach is usually let go because a team is losing, he's lost the locker room. We've heard that narrative before, right? So coach leaves, players in the locker room are thrilled about it. Interim coach comes in, you know, and everybody kind of like rallies around and comes out and, like, wins the game. It's typically what we see. Well, this isn't that situation, you know. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's disappointing. I'm sure it's, it, it's painful and it's sad for the emails that were exposed and in, in, in what we saw John Gruden write to Bruce Allen of the Washington team. But it's, it's not like this was a, a losing team. It wasn't like you know, uh, the players wanted Gruden out prior to these emails being released. So it's just, it's, it's a different situation. It's a different scenario. And here's another thing for you. Gruden was the play caller. So now Greg Olson, offensive coordinator, not like former tight end, but offensive coordinator, he's going to be calling the plays now. It's just, you know, it's, it's, 
different, different, different groove, different vibe. Um, so I just, I expect the, the Raiders offense to putter out a lot of three and outs, three and outs, three and outs. What does that mean? Their defense is going to be on the field a lot. They're going to get gassed and it's at mile high. Follow the game script here. So, um, which leads to, I think, uh, not a lot of pressure for Teddy Bridgewater and, uh, Cortland Sutton is one of the top wide receivers in, in, in air yards as well. Uh, Cortland Sutton, Emmanuel Sanders, try and think who else. Um, those two come to mind, two, two of the top wide receivers in the NFL in air, air yards. So I, I like, I like Cortland Sutton a lot today, a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> um, and, and another thing, and I'm just going to end on this, uh, you know, a lot of times this is really helpful when you're trying to decide on, on a player, you're, you're kind of wishy-washy. You don't know you're look at the over under totals that the odds makers set for the games. And, and, and what are the high ones? Like, for example, you know, the Kansas city chiefs in, in, in the Washington football team, the over under there is at 54. I think that is the highest today. I believe so. Um, Oh no. Uh, well, no, that's next week. Sorry. <laughs> I've gone down too far. Uh, so you've got the Bills in Tennessee at 53, and you've got uh, Kansas City in, in Washington at 54. So if the odds makers are, you know, putting those, you know, combined team total over-unders, uh, it means they're expecting a lot of scoring to happen. So uh, that's why, as, as I said earlier, I think DeAndre Carter could be a sneaky good play. Uh, in regard to um, Curtis Samuel being out. And so DeAndre Carter got a good share of targets and put up some good yards last week. And with Curtis Samuel still out, could be the case. And I've been, since last week, been been talking about Ricky Seals-Jones, who's just a, an absolute monster, um, who's easy to target. And, and I think and I think Heineke feels really comfortable throwing the ball to him. So those those two players could be sneaky good plays. You know, maybe like a, a Miko Hardman, could be a good play on the Kansas City side as well. I just listen this between Patrick Mahomes and and Heineke, that rock is going to be tossed around uh, the the backyard a lot today. And so it, there's there's a lot of love to go around, that's for sure. So, all right. Um this concludes Fantasy Forecast. Hopefully uh, we've got you in the know with a number of players. Again, just a reminder, 11:30 a.m. is when that active inactive roster comes out. You want to make sure you're by some type of uh phone device so you can follow, make sure that your rosters don't have a player in there that's inactive. That's always the worst uh when you find out too late. This is the Fantasy Forecast podcast with Anita Marks. 